Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, where today we are really, really going to rescue the art of homemaking <laughs> from the daily grind. We're really, really going to rescue from that denim jumper. We're going to wear some bright lipstick. We're going to have some fun while we do it. I might have to powder my nose 18 times while we are filming <laughs> here and recording because it's 95 degrees in my office. I, oh my gosh. It is. You sound- it is so hot. That's all I do on YouTube. That's all I do anywhere is just talk about how hot my house is. It's so pathetic. It is just really bad. Oh, there it is. I it today. I can tell. Upper lip mustache. It. So um, the I am uh, Angela on uh, social media known as Parisian Farm Girl. And I am joined by Shay Elliott, known as Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead. Looking Hello. cute. Hello. Thank you. I don't Love have that. a denim jumper, but I do have a denim jacket. I know. That's on my list today. That is mm. on my list. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. Today's episode is brought to you by our lovely patrons, and you should be one. You should visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. Check it out because you can be a part of the show for 5 or $10 a month, and there's some perks that go along with that, the top being... Um, that you can watch video of the show. So you can see right now how my sound is off from my mouth. Can you see that on your end? It's a little, it's a little wonky, mm-hmm. a little off time. Thanks, Elon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. Become a patron of the show so you can be très chic with us and yes. um, watch me and sweat. Today's episode is also brought to you by season eight sponsor, American Blossom Linens. And I bring this up because I was making my bed today. This is the theme of season eight. Make your bed. And it's really hard for me this season, you guys, because we're getting ready to demo our whole basement bedroom. So it feels like putting lipstick on a pig a little bit. You're like, do I need to do this? Yes, you do. Even if your situation is not ideal, even if your bedroom is not what you want it to be or your bed is not what you want it to be, you can still take really good care and it will make a difference. I promise you that. So I got my very first article for our brand new bedroom today. Do you know what it was? Uh, Your duvet. It was a duvet (laughs) from American Blossom Linens. And I'm like, do I bring this out of its beautiful box Mm. and put it on my bed pre-demo? Or do I save it as a very special cherry on top for when the project is done? Okay, when does the actual demo, when is it start going to start to get dirty and dusty? Like, when like, does it really start? Probably in about two and a half or three weeks. Okay. Middle of September. How long do they say it's going to last? There's, there's no. Yeah, there's no. March. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that's a tough one because I, you know, mm-hmm. delayed gratification is has its merits. It does have its merits mm-hmm. and I'm sort of inclined to... To make that wow factor, this, you know, the American Blossom sponsored make your bed season Mm -hmm. thing, like it's really got me vibing on just creating a beautiful little space for Mm -hmm. rest and reprieve. And I'm kind of thinking about holding out. What if you got got like a nice big tub, like a huge tub, like that you'd put a big Christmas tree in. And every time you got something, whether it was an antique or you Mm -hmm. ordered something, you put it in there. That's a great idea. And then when the room is all done, can you imagine how much fun that would be to unbox that? When when everything is clean and Mm -hmm. new and 
Yeah, because yes. if you undo it, then you're going to have to like store it. Oh, yeah. Right. I think I would wait. Think I would wait. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very exciting, too, because House of Tokuman, who's also a sponsor of season oh eight. Gosh. Y'all, we only bring you the people we love. <laughs> the, okay. Like legit. Legit. Many, many uh, an advertiser has been turned away for not, not quite. <laughs> no, thank you. Right. What we think. Anyway, House of Tokuman amazing rugs y'all have to check them out uh we always have a link for the episodes that they sponsor below but um my rug shipment is coming so i have she helped me i sent her a blueprint of the new space and i said can you help me to piece together here's sort of my color palette that i'm going with help me to create something layered and fabulous and she took so much time with me and sent me all these rugs, like this one, don't like this one. And we layered together all these beautiful rugs, and they're being shipped, like, today. And I kind of want to wet myself. I'm so excited. <laughs> Again, uh, that's a lot of unwrapping. She she wraps them very well. You're going to have to decide yes. if you're going to unfurl that. or I think I'm going to wait. Wow. Listen, I've been patient this long. I think I can, mm-hmm. I think I can hold out. Um, um, I got one of their rugs for my living room. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, but did you give the code for American Blossom? So uh, if you guys want to get a duvet, no. uh, Homemaker Chic 20 at AmericanBlossomLinens.com. That yes. is about the biggest discount you're going to find out there. On- and their natural duvet cover, it's that natural. It's mm-hmm. not as dark as like a flax. It's just an off-white, creamy, sexy, natural beauty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Shay, you're amazing. It's like you're a spokesperson or something. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alrighty. But alas, <laughs> that is not what we're talking about today. No, no. no. Um, so it's yeah. Monday. Should we just pour a glass mm-hmm. and then we are going to deep dive? <laughs> you say that and every time. That's, we're going to do Angie's going to rage. That's code for Angie's going to rage. That is rage. code for Angie's going to rage. We had to like zip. No more talking before we hit record on this because both of us have so many things to say. We're going to go into fall fashion, ladies. Um, air quotes. <laughs> we use the term fashion very loosely, like sweatpants loosely. Sweatpants loose, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So on um, on on that note, on that note, before we feel super convicted about what's in our wardrobes, let's be convicted about what's in our wine glass. Please. Hey. Wow. Thank you. I'm proud of myself for that. (laughs) Cue the wine music. This is where we want you just to cozy up with a glass of wine with us. We drink dry farm wines here on Homemaker Chic because they are a chic and beautiful way to enjoy a better, not more glass of wine. We want you to visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic because when you use that link to put in your wine order that will be delivered to your doorstep, you get an extra bottle in that first order for just a penny, just as a little gift for being a Homemaker Chic listener. So these are clean wines, state grown around the world. Dry Farm Wines travels around, finds the best of the best, clean, organic, biodynamic, no additives, no fillers, no weird flavors, no colorings. And they just bring them to your doorstep. It's quite magical. It's like the wine fairy. It's like a wine fairy. I know, my UPS I don't think driver, the UPS like, man, he's so like, lucky. <laughs> Yeah. Between that and the like the jovial flower arriving, he's like, what, what are you guys doing? 
no big Why deal. are all these boxes so heavy? First it's rugs, <laughs> and then it's wine, and then it's flour. Listen, yeah. I don't like to go anywhere in public anymore if I don't have to. I'm like, if you'll deliver it to my door, I'll take it. <laughs> right. Flour to my door, great. Wine, bring it. Fabulous. Rugs, fabulous. Absolutely. So we are uh, this season just wanting to bring you a little bit more education on the wine and talk a little bit more specifically uh, about the bottles that we're sharing with you. But I might need your help with this one, Shay, because I forgot to look this up. Um, This is the wine that we had uh, over the weekend. I always try to share that with you on Monday. This is a Gelsman. I'm assuming that's how you say that. Okay. To our friends, Andreas Gelsman. It's a Blaufrankisch from Austria. And... um, this is, let's see, I want to see this. The Bergenland. Bergenland. I'm sure there's a wonderful way to pronounce that with a nice German accent. Uh, Bergenland region in Austria. All the dry farm wines have a spontaneous fermentation, friends. So that means there's no genetically modified yeast. They're just using the lovely yeast that's on the fruit to create that fermentation. This is fermented. This one in particular is fermented in stainless steel uh, tanks. A little bit cooler. Uh, than typically, um, and then age seven months in 500 mm. liter, liter barrels. Um, only uh, 12.5% alcohol, and of course, uh, 1.3 uh, residual sugar. Very, very low. For those mm-hmm. of you that are uh, conscious of your sugar intake, that's why we are always encouraging dry farm. I know you've had this one before. Um, the The soils where this grown, it's like a very black earthy soil with sandy loam and limestone there in the terrain. And I'm wondering what you've, if you remember what you've had this one with. I mean, I find like the Blaufrankisch for me, it's just kind of very, um, I don't want to use the word generic because that sort of has a negative overtone, but you know how the, a Pinot Noir is just really easy to reach for with a meal. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the Blaufrankisch. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm just wondering if you remember anything in particular if you've had that with. Because we just had it over the weekend. It wasn't an intentional food pairing. Yeah, I feel like the last time I had that mm-hmm. was with <laughs> Triscuits and uh, <laughs> that spreadable boisson cheese from Costco. Right. <laughs> okay, there you go. Chic as always. There you go. You're welcome. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, so it's the one um, It's the one that has like the uh, Michelangelo Oh um, yes, God yes, hand yes. thing going on the on yes. the front. Yeah, that's funny. Triscuits, Triscuit well, fabulous. Wine. Well, cheers, my friend. Cheers, cheers. Um, Doink. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, are we going to transition? Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. A few weeks ago, <laughs> I go to the big city, and I'm going to use that in air quotes too. You guys, here's here's, here's the fashion long, in the big city. Long story. <laughs> Long story short, okay, when you move away from a big city, I used to live on the outskirts of a major metropolitan area. That has an effect on you, okay? You have exposure to things, to culture, to um, affluency, to nice stores. Even if you can't afford them, your eye is still trained to appreciate them. You know what's kind of going on, right? Uh, even if you're, you know, I'm a big TJ Maxx person, but I would still like look at Nordstrom and then shop at TJ Maxx. But all of these stores around the country, they have, 
you know, they're accommodating the different demographics in the different area. And I have to confess that moving to northern Wisconsin, I'm sorry, uh, was quite a shock as far as being able to just go get a quick fashion fix. And it the shock just won't wear off. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like it's like this systemic thing because I got a lot of feedback from a story that I put on Instagram a few weeks ago where I did go to the big city, air quotes, of Green Bay and was in multiple stores, not high fashion stores. Okay. I know it was I'm Target. At Target. It I'm was at Target. TJ Maxx. I was at a couple different stores. Um, there were a lot of sweatpants. Now, in Green Bay, you already have a situation where you're literally having to like machete through the green and yellow clothing. You already you already have to make your way through Packerland. You have to drive through it to get to the store, and then all the clothing is there. There's a lot of green and yellow happening. There's a lot of very <laughs> casual. Like if I was a businesswoman in Green Bay, that seems like it would be a challenge to dress yourself. <laughs> Apparently, we don't even have to try anymore. Apparently, we can just put on sweatpants. All day, every day, every member of the family, sweatpants aren't for sweating anymore. They are here to stay. I, I don't know, Shay. I, it was really frustrating. Like, I just wanted some visual stimulation. I just wanted like, oh, that's cute. Oh, that's fun. Fall is coming. Mm-hmm. Yay. Well, Ann Klein, Calvin Klein, Ralph Lauren. Anything, anyone. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, it's almost <laughs> like there's um, in that sweatpant culture. There's like a, a greater division now between people who are saying, no, we dress well because dress mm-hmm. affects our attitude. It affects our environment. It affects how people treat us and how they feel around us. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're losing your middle class of fashion. Yes. 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 Like, that's what I, that's, that's so well stated because we can't, I can't afford high fashion. I can't even afford medium fashion, but there's still like this (laughs) middle class, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's gone. It's really scary. It's in children's clothes. Like children's clothing is atrocious. It's, it's bad. It's just bad. Um, every end cap, every display, sweatpants, 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 the bigger the elastic, the better. Don't send me emails about your medical condition that you need to wear sweatpants. No, you have I can't, to explain this. I can't but, take it. You guys, it sounds no, I mean, like she's just joking. Like, she's not joking. Obviously, okay? I know if I'm going to open my mouth and make a story and express, I know that I'm in the tiny bit of public arena. I'm an express. I'm going to express an opinion. I'm going to get flack back. I get it. But the but answer, not- it's like a false dichotomy. Like, okay, you have this condition or you have something or what if you just gave birth or whatever. It's not either. It's not high fashion or sweatpant. That is not. We have more options than that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We have more options than that. And I think that maybe, that's important Maybe not to after I list uh, everything that's in for fall. We'll see. Well, I, uh, I found myself. I was actually at Target yesterday because we were doing our pre- vacation trip where you're like, I need travel size dry shampoo and right, right. deodorant and, you know, whatever, these little small things, dog food, mm-hmm. just like a total random assortment of items. Dog food. Okay. 
I passed this young lady who had a smoking body, by the way, passed her in the aisle, and I actually caught myself like snarling at her. <laughs> George, Georgia was like, why are you making that face? And I didn't realize I was making it, which is not good. Mm-hmm. But I looked at Georgia and I said, what do you see that's wrong with this? And he, she looks over at the young lady and she said, she's almost naked. And I said, that's right. She is in a bra and underwear for all intents and purposes. Were She's the pockets a- like hanging out of the underwear? Oh, my gosh. Because I the love that. That is classy. Cover her crotch. Don't show cha your cho cha. And it was this fashion blogger ten, I used to read. <laughs> 10 inches of midriff. I mean, basically neckline down to nipples. I mean, it was. Late girls, have more respect for yourselves than that, okay? As my friend Jess would say, what are you saving for your husband? Some pubic hair? (laughs) But seriously. (laughs) We are so classy. No, we are classy because we cover our hoo-hahs before we go out into public. Which needs to be done. So, we all know what bad fashion looks like. Why do you think women really need to fight that comfort element? Because what I think happened is basically it was COVID. Everybody hung in their houses. Everybody gained 30 pounds. They got used to being comfortable, not having to dress Mm -hmm. to go to the office, not Mm -hmm. going to Christmas parties or recitals or any sort of event, really. People gave up going everywhere. The result of which everyone was in sweatpants for 18 months. Uh, Not me, but. You know, a lot of Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And basically, that's enough time to create a habit. And now instead of calling them away from a bad habit, we're just saying, hey, we'll just sort of feed you where you are. You want to squat there? Great. We'll just we'll sell you whatever you want while you're there. That's what it feels like when you're in the store. That is that's what the marketing feels like to me. Like, hey, we're never coming out of this. So just give on your sweats. Just give up. I think it's important to remember why we have to fight against that because so I shared a couple of weeks ago one of the things I always do for myself every season is that I buy myself a new pair of pajamas mm-hmm. and I go to Target because we have about three stores in the town where mm-hmm. I live. So mm-hmm. I go to Target and I get myself some pajamas. Um, so I got myself some pajamas. They're the same ones. They bring them back every fall. I've had them for like five years in a row. Mm-hmm. And... I bought myself a new pair. It felt great to get into bed last night. The nights are getting cooler. I had a nice, fresh pair of pajamas. It was wonderful. Um, I get the comfort aspect of things. Feeling comfortable and feeling safe and feeling sort of tucked in by your clothing is a good feeling. Like there's a time to... You know, put on your uncomfortable strapless bra and your uncomfortable high heels and march out into the world. And that it might not be every day. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a place for for that. But I feel like it's the everyday fashion that really cripples women at home. Hmm. Like it's just Tuesday. It's a normal Tuesday. I gotta take my kid to school. I gotta do the laundry. I gotta take the dog for a walk. I gotta run to a dentist appointment. Like, what does she wear? When she wants to just feel 
comfortable, but together. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't have a, a rock solid answer for that. I just don't think that we have to go, it's sweatpants or nothing, that, that this is the only form of comfort. Maybe just start by deciding what you're not going to wear. I'm not going to wear a midriff shirt. I am not going to wear nasty t-shirts that show a big bulky bra strap in the back. I am not going to wear sweatpants. I'm not going to wear shoes that are scuffed and need to be tended to. I'm not going to wear clothing that's missing a button. Like just maybe start with just what you're not going to what you're not going to wear mm-hmm. and then go from there. Um I mean it's, it doesn't need as far as what we wear every day everybody's got a different fashion personality. It doesn't need to be uh this big you know hard yeah. line in the sand dogmatic thing. Some days it might be jeans and a blouse. Some days it might be I wear jeans and a fun t-shirt. I have fun t-shirt fun funny t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh but but it's the sweatpant <laughs> thing that really bugs me. I feel I have this part of me, and it very well may be delusional, but I have this part of me that feels like it has to do with the greater good. I don't wear sweatpants for the greater good, okay? What happens when we just all, it's just like a big androgynous, sloppy, fat fest nightmare. I mean, what if we all just start wearing sweatpants and t-shirts every day? That would be very sad. No more gentleman in a really sharp suit. No more no more lady with like, oh, your sundress is so pretty at the grocery store. Like, where is this going in 20 years? What is it going to be? Mm-hmm. If, if, if we had 18 months of chaos and horribleness and that's it, we're just going to, we're just mm-hmm. done here. Now it's just, give up. we're just going to give up. Mm-hmm. Ick. Yeah, I just I don't like the whole marketing to that. I don't like that. It used to be where you went to the store at this time and you saw tweeds and sweaters and f- pretty colors. The colors are so bad. They're all like cat barf colors. They're all these <laughs> putrid, pale. They everything's all, off. Like they all whatever dye of like something Taylor Swift would wear. They're just like this. It's rust, but not rust. It's sage, but not sage. It's mauve, but not mauve. Uh, it's all a little bit off. It doesn't give you any feelings. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, the, for the pumpkin spice latte crowd, nothing out there is making you want to run out and have a pumpkin spice latte. It's just depressing. It's depressing. It's, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. That's That's my rant. Again, okay. don't email me and tell me the virtues of sweatpants. Okay, just no, don't do fine. it. And here's the other thing: if you wear elastic ba- uh, waistband, like below the knee skirts, mm-hmm. those are as comfortable as you, of clothing as you could possibly want. I wear elastic waist. There's like, exactly nothing uncomfortable an elastic about waist that. skirt is just like wearing sweatpants. Yeah, it's actually There's, more comfortable, and it actually looks nice. Yeah, we saw a gentleman walking down the street yesterday, and I'm using the word gentleman loosely. Maybe he was a gentleman. I don't know. He certainly didn't look like one. And Stu said, we went from top hats and tailcoats to this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, which one do you think makes you want to act like a better human? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. It's like this cultural decline. Like, what? Yeah. It's a cultural (sighs) decline. I think that's what it is. And you guys got to fight the good fight. We have to fight the good fight. Um, okay, let's talk about what's coming up. Fall fashion. I have not heard any of these. 
I have okay, research. We're going to go down the list. Zero so I'll try percent. to create. <clears throat> I'll so. create, try to create like a visual picture for you. Okay. Oh, great! I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be really fun. So, I'll, uh yeah. Here we go. Here we go. All right. I okay. made a list. I'm just going to go down it. Okay. Want me to read them all really quick, or should we go one by one? No, let's go one by one. Okay. Tonal layering. Tonal layering meaning like mono monochromatic. You've got the midriff shirt, you've got the pants, you've got the jacket on top and the purse, and everything is the same color. Okay. Not, not a big could, deal, I suppose. Not a big deal. Not I a big deal. Yeah. Monochromatic. Okay. But uh, I did notice, like, again, the colors they're showing, like, ew. Not, yeah. I didn't really see anything where I'm like, oh, that is so great. Yeah, I and guess I was when looking I think up, about, like, I think, like, black or navy or cream, and I'm like, yeah, that could look nice. Yeah. <laughs> not cat again, like... <laughs> It was like cat barf color. I got cat barf issues. We can talk about that later. Um, so no, no big deal. So yay yes, for okay. the monochromatic look. Okay. okay. That's that's great. Uh, really relaxed pants. Like, like sweatpants? No, exactly. No. No, I mean like, let's let me rephrase that. Really relaxed trousers. So. Yes. I, but I... I don't mind like the palazzo, like a wide leg, fabulous flowing trouser, right? Okay. Uh, but I did see over and over again, like like a break. I don't think women need a break in their trouser. I don't know what that means. Okay, so when you're uh, dressing a man, for example, with his suit, you know, at the bottom down by the ankle, like below mm-hmm. the knee, before mm-hmm. the ankle – They'll either have like no break, one break, or two. So when you Google it, you'll see no break is just that goes like straight down. There's there's no flow. The fabric just goes straight down. One is kind of like um, an indent in the fabric. So say like this is a lame example. You have a a couch pillow and you like do the karate chop in the middle to give a little indentation in the pillow. That's happening on the pant. So there's so much fabric that it's. I'm looking it's it up breaking. right now. Yeah, see phone. if I'm describing that. So I can that. see this. And then, so if you get a man's suit tailored or you're having a, like, haberdashery and you're making a suit, it'll say you want two breaks, one break, no break. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Am I, would you describe it better or could you now that you're seeing it? Um, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't hold up on me. All right. Don't no. wait up on me. So understand. I didn't really care for that. I don't think that's a pretty uh silhouette for a woman i'd okay. rather see like a really nice long flowing uh trouser like not okay. with that sort of stop at the bottom and that could just be me because i'm short i'm always trying to create an elongated silhouette i yes. don't really care for that but it's just a little bit i think it looks sloppy on a woman okay that's just my idea i haven't figured out how to wear the like i see them on women and I'm like, that looks nice. Like the, they're like high waisted and then almost, dare I say, like a little bit hammer pantish, like MC hammer pants, you mm-hmm. know, sort of like they're kind of poofy and they accentuate the hip and then they sort of tailor in at the end. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if those are in anymore. I don't oh, know. are they already out? I haven't even figured out how to wear I have them. no idea. They're already out. <laughs> that seems like something that you can really only do on the streets of New York. Well, that's really... the problem. Isn't yeah, that? Like that's it, what, what I'm you, saying. They're yeah. like. The everyday, what do I wear? It's like you can see the fashion things and be like, I like that. And then how do you apply that when you are not living that life? There are so yeah. many things that I love. And I'm like, if I was walk, if I was walking from my apartment to my office job in Manhattan, mm-hmm. I could 
slay this. That's not where I am. Right. We would like to thank American Blossom Linens for not only being our favorite linen company in the entire world, but also for sponsoring season eight, Make Your Bed of Homemaker Chic Podcast. AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Use coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 to get 20% off of your new bed linens. As we head into fall, as we redress our beds, and as we celebrate this theme of making your bed even more beautiful, we want you to do so with American Blossom Linens. Whether you're looking for beautiful, modern vintage sheets to dress your bed, or a new duvet cover, or a new pillowcase, this is where you need to grow. This is the only 100% American-owned linen company in the entire United States. This is a family-owned company that's over 100 years old, sourcing the most beautiful Texas-grown cotton and weaving them into sheets that are made to last a lifetime. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com, use coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEAT20 for 20% off of your new bed. We get asked a lot how we care for our skin and what kind of makeup we use, and the answer is simple. We use Tubes & Co. I want you to visit TubesAndCo.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER. This is your one-stop shop for all things natural and organic. From face washings, you have to check out the charcoal bar, to glow serums, which is probably the most beautiful thing I've ever put on my face. Emily has created all kinds of wonderful products for you to utilize on your skin. So whether you're looking for a new foundation, a natural mascara, cruelty-free and additive-free lipsticks or blushes or eyeshadows, Tubes & Co. has what you need. Visit tubesandco.com. Make sure you also try the frankincense tallow balm while you're there and stock your bathroom and makeup case with pure, beautiful products from Tubes & Co. That's tubesandco.com, coupon code HOMEMAKER. We'd like to welcome House of Tokumen as a sponsor of the show. You can find them at hotrugs.net. If you are tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs, that do not survive your lifestyle, then you need to dress your home in hand-woven rugs from House of Tokumen. Did you know these beautiful vintage handmade rugs are known to outlast their plastic counterparts by two decades? All of the House of Tokumen rugs are heirloom quality and made from the finest cottons and shapes wool. Buy directly from their website and always enjoy free shipping in the continental U.S. or enjoy custom sourcing from a one-on-one buying experience. You are guaranteed a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies, or replicas. Shay and I love our rugs from House of Tokumen. We know that you will, too. Visit House of Tokumen at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net, and dress your home in beautiful rugs. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Are you craving design inspiration, looking to skill up in decorating your own home? Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Homemaker Chic listeners, I'm inviting you to join my Old World Design Society. Get your summer magazine while they last, and you can still be a part of our private forum for this summer and have access to four live-taught interior design classes with yours truly, a unique combination of a magazine publication and online support group. The Old World Design Society is a place for individuals who cherish the elements of a bygone era, The magazine is full color with no ads and the group is alive with hundreds of members around the world sharing their homes and gaining inspiration from each other. 
If you love antiques, history, collections, and an overall European aesthetic, then the Old World Design Society is just for you. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com to get your summer print or digital magazine shipped out now and access the private design forum. I'll see you there. So, okay, what's next? Okay, so then puffy purses again? Like, we, didn't we do those last year? Like Puffy the, purses. Puffy. So they're like quilted. So not like the fine quilt, but like big quilt. So if you've got a 12-inch purse, then there's like big okay. quilt puffs. They're puffy and they're weird. <laughs> Some of them look like a pillow folded in half. Well, maybe that's how people are using them. They just want comfort. It's like, I'm just... Yeah, gonna, with your sweatpants, you yeah. can just like lay down on the sidewalk. Exactly. Your your little Louis Vuitton purse can also double as a, a pillow. Puff purse. Yeah. So... Okay. That's great. I mean, if you find, if you like that, I suppose if you're, mm-hmm. I, I suppose that could be cute. Um, I've, if I had the budget, I wouldn't invest in a designer bag that was puffy. Okay. Yeah. Because that's going to be, seems really, really trendy. Um, How many I was purses excited. do you have? Uh, <laughs> okay. I have um, little clutches and I have a, I have a handful of vintage purses. So they're like special occasion at Christmas if I just need a sparkly or a fun wool or, you know, whatever Okay, clutch, then I can just grab it. Um, I have a big green uh, gator or leather Michael Kors bag, like peacock teal. Okay. That's kind of my neutral that I've carried for like seven years. Okay. Teal um, is your neutral? Teal is my neutral. Yeah. Okay. You can use color as a as a neutral. Yep. You're welcome. Um, and I have a fun like summer bag that with Door County and like the Great Lakes on it. Uh, and then I have the Paris bag, like the fabric one that you got me that mm-hmm. I take to the beach. I don't have a lot of purses. Okay. Um, no. Okay. I'd like a, I'd like a navy blue something. I'd like to invest in another bag. Like the Michael Kors one was an investment. Yeah. Fabulous. Seven years. You can't yeah. even tell I've used it a day. Yeah. Uh, Taylor okay. vests are really in style for fall. Oh my gosh. That makes this me was, happy. This was probably like way before or way after your time, rather. Gosh, what a <laughs> jerk. Way, way after. Um, but as a child, born in the 80s, living through the 90s, do you remember the old Navy tech vest craze? Yeah. Like the I fleece do. zip up vest in Every color imaginable. Mm-hmm. And you were, your worth was tied up in your tech vest. <laughs> I didn't do that. Every time I see people in vests, it makes me think of this Parks and Rec ep- uh, episode where Leslie Nope, who's uh, played by Amy Poehler, she says, look at that family. They're all wearing vests. Makes them look so healthy. <laughs> like they're just so active. So now when I see people I think in vests, that's what oh, I think of. Like, are we going that's on funny. an adventure? <laughs> so active, right? <laughs> like the sweatpant corner at, at, uh, at Target. Target. This is like adventure for yeah. the whole family. Be in ready for an adventure. Now, I don't know quite what they mean by tailored vest, but I will say, Stuart, I bought him um, a tweed suit for Christmas mm-hmm. from a tailor. I had it made, and it is a three-piece suit, so it has a tweed vest. And he has a few of these, actually, that he wears. He'll wear a nice 
you know, button up shirt and then he'll wear a tweed vest over it with the buttons. And it Mm -hmm. is so nice looking gentlemen, ladies who have gentlemen. Um, Vests look very good on men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they create like a nice definition. Mm -hmm. Um, They just, you know, they've got them like suit, like with covered buttons or like more of a suit looking. And then they're in uh, like sweater vests. Okay. They're they're all sorts, all sorts of um, vests. Of vests. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, which is fun. I dig that. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then 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 and again, but there's some of the stuff they're showing. The colors are so ugly, or they're big and boxy, and I'm like, can we just stay, please? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I did let out a squeal uh, while I was um, looking at this stuff because one of the vests. I mean, I squealed with excitement. It was red. With white sheep and a black sheep on it, just mm-hmm. like Princess Diana's from the eighties. Hers was a full sweater. This was the sweater vest version. I feel like I'm gonna have to have that. And how much does that cost? Well, it's from Saks Fifth Avenue. It was like two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, okay. But okay, like this is a sweater that's been in style for like thirty years. Right and now, I think because of the crown, they're producing them again. Oh, sure. So I'm trying to decide what I want the actual sweater, like hers, or what I want the sweater vest. I feel like I need the sweater. I feel like the sweater, too. It's like, it's, you know how I have that geek chic? I call it geek chic. Mm-hmm. I have, like, my little blouses with crabs on it and stuff. And I think it falls right under geek chic for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so tailored vests. Totally Go for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's really fun. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it just has, they have to be the right one. You know, you mentioned something about it being boxy. Um don't you think boxy things only work if you're like very small? Yeah, and posing for a photograph. Yeah. I don't know. I just some of this stuff, I'm like, yeah, that looks great with a white backdrop and you're in a studio and yeah. your hair is blowing, but like in real life, really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know how I feel. It doesn't about do anything this. for me. That's it doesn't do anything for me, but then you you know you go back to somebody like Princess Diana, and you can see stuff that she wore in the eighties, and there are these timeless fashions that like I'm not really of the mindset of like oh it's a new season I need to go get new clothes I get new pajamas because I rot them out over yeah. the course of three months but <laughs> like ideally you know you get a nice white blouse for example you can wear that for years and years and years and it doesn't ever really go out of fashion i feel like one of the styles that holds to that truest is like that mm-hmm. equestrian british hunter gardener kind of a ralph lauren feel yeah it's very yeah, timeless sure. yeah and i think for me what i do is i i take like at the beginning of the season i'll look at what's going to be in style and and then accommodate because I I have a more timeless I'm style myself. Mm-hmm. That's what I like, and so I kind of okay. Well, what if I wanted to be fun and mm-hmm. feel like I'm like not getting frumpy and outdated? Yeah, what could I take from what's in style and make it like timeless? So yeah, you know the vest is a perfect example. I'm not going to go buy some trendy cut vest. I might get a nice camel sweater vest with a belt around it. Mm-hmm. There. Now I have a vest for the fall for, mm-hmm. for the season. But so but yeah. what do you so, think um, if you, if somebody's feeling frumpy, somebody mm-hmm. who's listening, I'm sure one person who's listening to this is one. feeling this way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> would you suggest that it's more important to get rid 
of the things that are making them feel frumpy in their wardrobe, such as rotten underwear or yoga pants or a pilled sweater that doesn't fit right Mm -hmm. or, you know, a blouse with armpit stain. (laughs) Like, do they get rid of those things? Is that more important or is getting the right things in their closet more important? What should they concentrate on? I would get rid first. Just get I mean, rid. it's like you don't – you clean out your fridge before you go grocery shopping. hmm You know, you, you want the mental space. You want the creativity. You don't want to see moldy cheese in the back shelf. Yeah. You get rid of it so then you can think like, ooh, what meals do I want to try this week? It's the same with your clothing. Like just, just like get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And you might have a, like a little bit of a panic where you don't feel like you have anything. That's okay. Then at least the panic yeah. will breed some creativity or the need to take action. If you just keep hanging on to that crap, you're just going to keep wearing it yeah, and hating true. yourself for it. It's yeah. true. We had kind of a chilly night here the other night to the point that I got up and I put on jeans and a t-shirt, but then I had to put on like a sweatshirt over it until the chill kind of went away. Wow. And I know. I grabbed a black sweatshirt that I had worn sometime last fall probably in winter, put it on. I'm feeling all cozy. Oh, this is sweet. And I I haven't worn a sweatshirt in four months. Um, It had paint on it, like paint all over it. And I was like, did I, did I paint in this? Like what, why does my black sweatshirt have white paint all over it? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this is, this is the best. This is, you're wearing your best for the season. (laughs) Here you are. Welcome Welcome to your day. Thinking your $12 sweatshirt that you bought, you should probably just get a new one. Right. You know? Right. Well, you've got denim on. Denim is on the list. This uh, is slouchy a, denim. I this is like five it. years He's, old. I got it from Stitch Fix mm-hmm. years ago. And I. Oh. it's kind of like a, it's not solid colored. You know, it's like mm-hmm. modeled. Stonewashed on denim. Mm-hmm. I, I made that word up. Um. But I love it. I love a good denim jacket. Again, timeless. I could be in the 80s, the mm-hmm. 90s, the early 2000s, or now in this jacket. Right. It's great. I did a seventh grade science project. You know how you had to do like projects mm-hmm. for, for science. I cut up um, about a really dark pair of jeans. I cut like 12 different squares, all the same size. And exposed them to different amounts of bleach and sunlight and did a stonewash science project. Mounted them on the poster board. This one had this much bleach. This one had this much sunlight. Was washed this many times. Oh, my word. How awesome is that? You would. <laughs> Nerd alert. Oh, my gosh. You would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's slouchy denim? What is that? I don't know. Like these big, like, it's like a mom jean gone really bad. They're just like big. Big jeans, big leg. I don't know. Do you remember when we talked about those jeans on like season one? What were they Mm -hmm. called? Balloon? What were they called? Yeah. Balloon. Do you remember that? I do. Listeners, do you remember this? What were they called? I do. Levi's. I think it was balloon denim. Yeah. They had just come out with them. Came out with Hmm. them. Anyway. Okay. Well, Um, I'm probably not going to be wearing those. No. And like big patches, like big Pat, rectangle patches on the front I'm of not the jeans. Be wearing I don't those know. Either. Anytime you do that to your thigh, you just look fat. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good. Do look. you think skinny jeans are out? Not like skinny, skinny jeans, but like I still I like to wear tight jeans. I don't think so. Like I do not like boot cut because I got short legs. I know a lot of other short legged mm-hmm. women out there. Hmm. 
And they make you look squatty. Again, they look great if mm-hmm. you're six four. Right. And you got long legs. Rock that right. boot cut, baby. Right. The nice heel. Oh yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know. Okay. I mean, well, I don't think they're out out. Like as long as they're not insane, but like a tight jean is a tight jean. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well. Um, so I thought we were done with this. Remember like the whole like sleeve cutout thing a few years ago? Shoulder cutout? Where they just would remove this part? Uh-huh. I hated that. Mm-hmm. And it was like gone before it was here kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Like by the time it got to TJ Maxx and stuff in high fashion, it was done, mm-hmm. you know? We're like doing this again with like these detached sleeves. Detached sleeves? Like they're really detached. Almost like you would think it's almost like a a costume. Like if you had it, if it was a gown in like an Outlander or something, the sleeve is right here. They're just hanging on by a thread. You're going to have to Google it. Detached sleeves are okay. in for fall. And these shirts called pin shirts. So where there's detached, you're going to probably layer that with something because there's just a little, almost like a cardigan. There's just one little thing holding the shirt together right here. Called pin shirts. Yeah. Okay. Um, while you're, do- while you're looking that up. Yeah. Mm. Saturated colors are really big for fall. And I think that's going to be an easy one for all of us. That's why I wore my bright blue today. So, well, then why aren't you seeing that on the shelves? Give me some jewel know. tones, some deep, yeah, like I don't purple know. and red and emerald. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. I'm all about there that. There was that mustard. There was that ketchup and mustard sweatpants set at Target. Oh, that was wow. nice and saturated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, women, like, there's nobody who doesn't look good in a deep, rich jewel tone. Yeah. Like a garnet red or like your that bright royal blue. Um, oh, I love those colors. I do, too. Beautiful. That's a pretty really top, do. by the way. Thanks. I've had this for a long time. Just thought I'd wear it because I knew I was going to say saturated colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, heavy hardware is in. And all I can think of is the Liz Hurley Versace safety pin dress. Every time I see it, I'm like, is this the 90s? What are we doing? I'm sorry. You're going like to have to explain. Like heavy hardware, like um, buttons and zippers. and Like the 90s. Like the 90s. And do you remember that dress she wore? Yeah. I do she, remember that dress. Versace dress with the safety pins up the side. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how they used up. to have like the little silver grommet? Like there was like holes. Oh, yeah. With, grommets. Like, That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When I would wear stuff like that, I would just remember being like, I'm so punk rock. <laughs> I got this black shirt on with these grommets. I'm making noise. Zippers. I'm like jingling and jangling. Pockets on the sleeve. <laughs> I'm listening to Nickelback. I'm feeling really gritty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Oh, so hardcore. (laughs) Yeah. This is one of the Uh, hardest things to me about dressing. There really are so many fun ways. To express yourself through clothes. And mm-hmm. I know we got to do just like our everyday thing, but like, I think you kind of have lived in this way as well. Like I've gone through basically every stage you can imagine. I genuinely did have like a punk rock kind of a Blink-182 phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had, of course, my, I don't want to say it was a phase because it was like, I was just riding horses every day and I was 
working with cows every day. So it was just Wranglers and flannel button-ups and cowboy boots for like 15 years. Mm. I didn't own a Mm -hmm. dress. I didn't own high heels, a skirt, nothing. It was just jeans and flannels. And I love that look. I could, I could still wear that happily every day. Um, and then you go through the pregnancy thing and then you like, you know, you see somebody like Princess Diana and you're like, and now I want to dress like I'm an British equestrian. I mean, just like there's so many fun ways. It's really hard to settle in on one. Not that you have to, but you kind of got to, it's got to be fluid. It's got to speak the same language somewhat, you know, it's tricky. Yeah, I think I don't think most people have a lot of extremes built into their they're not most people's closets, I'm assuming, are not like a big pendulum, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as far as punk rock one day and equine the next. But, but you could. I could not see me doing anything with the word punk <laughs> anywhere near it. <laughs> Can you really no, see that? Mean, I just mean like extreme, like there is this like. You know, you are the extremes. There's the farm girl part, right? Where you can right. you can throw down in a vintage linen apron and like your mm-hmm. flannel skirts and your high neck blouse and these kinds of things. And then there's the, you know, just sort of the sleeker Parisian right. fashion, h- higher fashion kind of a thing. I mean, okay. that we all kind of have these like ebbs and flows. Okay, I see that. Yeah. And I think that can actually be sort of tricky when you have those different parts of yourself or... Or mm-hmm. different tendencies, and it's not the same day in and day out. It can be tricky to kind of put your finger on what are, what are we doing here? What's yeah? I think mine. I would probably say the way I I do that or pull that off is it's occasion based. Yeah. So my holidays have a more like vintage flair, and my if I'm doing something business or whatever, then that's going to have like a more tailored pant and a high heel and a blouse. And then on the farm, mm-hmm. then I'm in sundresses and mm-hmm. an apron or, you know, I'm, I think it's more like an occasional or occasion based mm-hmm. um, category. I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 When I used to travel a lot for work, I had, I had a nice sort of suit. I had a yeah. suit, a jacket. Mm-hmm. I had some nice kind of slacks and a few dresses that just were more formal. And now there's been times where I put like one of the dresses on for church. And I'm like, I feel like I'm going to a board meeting. <laughs> don't feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to church. And it's sad because right. you have these things, but they don't always fit the occasion. Right. And occasions change. Yeah. If there's a, you know, a few, a couple things that I love, then I just hang on to them. Like I have a little white faux fur jacket mm-hmm. and I've had it forever and I just keep it. And then when I get invited to like the one Christmas party of the year, I put it on to walk in the front door yep. and then I take it off. And- yep. Looks great. I feel glamorous for 10 minutes and that's that. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a beautiful mink fur that I bought at an antique mm-hmm. store a couple of years ago. And it's it's not like a full jacket, although I'm definitely going to get one of those like straight up Russian, like down to my knees. Oh my gosh. There was a coat. navy blue one at a thrift store here last year and I missed it. Yeah. A navy blue antique. You need coat. those. The ones that have been oh, cared for goodness. so yes. well that are 75 right. years old. or more. I mean, they're just beautiful. Well, this ones are sort of cascades over your shoulders, about to elbows, and then as a little clip, sort of like a little brooch in the middle where it ties. So it lays beautifully over the shoulders. Mm. It's fabulous. And I've just started wearing it every Sunday to church. 
not now, but when the season's appropriate. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is my I church had an jacket. aunt that wore a fur coat to church every week. Mm-hmm. She was so sh- like, beautiful, over the top, full on. Why not? Fur. They're so she looked fabulous. Warm. She looked yeah, right, and oh my goodness, I saw a a clip with Joan Rivers. You know, she's so funny. She's so crass. She'll check your butt, right? This reporter went after her for like, she's like, are you wearing fur? She's like, are you wearing leather shoes? Like, get out of my face. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So speaking of leather, colored leather coats are in for fall. Okay. I could like that. Mm -hmm. And um, along with the vibrant, like saturated hues, a lot of blush pinks I saw. Okay. Which... If it's the right shade, I think Can't are be really pretty. Nice. Yep. Yeah, very pretty. Listen, um, big of, cable sweaters. I know you've been talking oh, about course, sweaters lately. Uh, we have to go back to the leather. I think this is okay. important because I've been seeing a lot of faux leather lately. Mm-hmm. Y'all, leather is a good thing because here's here's the thing. Cattle are raised, they're bred, and then born, and then raised, and then slaughtered for meat. Okay? Mm-hmm. If we don't want to eat that meat then they just won't ever be born. And the domestic cow, as we know it, will go extinct. Okay? Farmers won't keep them. That's just the way that it is. Leather is a beautiful way to use a huge byproduct of this. There's nothing that goes to waste. The bones are used, the blood is used, the leather is used, and it is a fabulous and wonderful and sustainable way to use up this part of the animal that would otherwise not be used. I mean, leather is a great resource and I'm all about sustainable management of those cows, which is a different subject, but Mm -hmm. which we should not talk about on this episode, but I do want to, we should touch on that at some point, but just like, don't feel bad about the leather thing. Okay. This is good. This is, it is recycling in its most beautiful organic form. So this is a good thing. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, I, uh. I know a lot of people have feelings about furs, too. I, that's why I think vintage fur is a great alternative. It's recycling. It's recycling. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you've been talking to me on the phone a lot about sweaters mm-hmm. and big sweaters, like mm-hmm. big cable mm-hmm. is is going to be very in or is very in. Mm-hmm. Some of it's very ridiculous, mm-hmm. but like get yourself a really good sweater for for fall if you don't have one already. I got a merino wool made in Ireland sweater last year. I will wear this sweater hopefully for the next 15 years. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. Sometimes I sleep in it. Mm-hmm. I just absolutely love it. I don't regret the investment at all. Yeah. So I think um, speaking a of good that, investment sweater is oh yeah going to be on point this fall. Mm-hmm. Like if you can afford two good sweaters, just rotate them. No mm-hmm. one cares. You're wearing it with a turtleneck or like a little cotton undershirt anyway. Poshmark is an amazing place to find old sweaters, like hand-knit fisherman, Irish wool or such sweaters. Mm-hmm. There are so many on there from people cleaning out their mom's attic or whatever, you know, and great aunt Betsy knit this somewhere in a little cottage, <laughs> some island right? in Ireland. And, exactly. Um, it's just fabulous such a fun resource just go search fisherman sweaters and have fun doesn't have to be a super new expensive one that's what i yeah good idea i love Mm -hmm. little sweaters little old vintagey sweaters uh animal prints yay for animal prints i love leopard and cheetah i've never done that i tried one i 
didn't go very well. I think they're so feminine. I think every woman should have something cheetah mm. in her closet. Coat, sweater, blouse, anything. I think that's so feminine. Hmm. I That's actually got opinion. one one time. I was doing this like subscription thing and there was a mm-hmm. cheetah print and I put it on and Stu was just like. Nope. Not so good. But scarf tied around the handle of your purse. There are ways to incorporate it if it's not uh, something you don't want right up to your face or something. I don't know. Try it. Um, don't try biker shorts because biker shorts are back. Well, biker like, shorts. Well, as, yeah, like as part of an outfit. Like like, so we took the, like, 1997 workout look, and now we're going to wear that in public when we're not wearing our sweatpants. Like the spandex? Like, yeah. Like, like with lace. Like, they're, Google it. It's gross. Okay. Yuck. No, thanks. I don't get it. I don't get it either. No, I don't understand what you're, what they are. Biker shorts. Fashion. Yeah, biker shorts. Like, that's what people in the 90s used to, like, work out in. Like, a sports oh. bra and biker shorts. Yes, they did. They're like cropped yoga pants. They're, They're like short yoga, yoga pants. pants. Hey, you're right. <laughs> they are back. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Gross. And again, I guess if you're in the streets of New York and you've got a three inch heel on and a big bag this the size of a car and you're looking real high fashion, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Wow. No. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. Yeah. Oh. What about the crotch, ladies? There is a very it's a particular shape to a woman's bits. And why are we putting that? Why are I we? No. First of all, I would sweat. Like you would be like, uh, are you okay down there? Like <laughs> <laughs> I just told my trainer this. I was like, Rochelle, next time I go to buy workout pants, can you please remind me to get black ones? Because this is disgusting. It's like a bullseye. It's terrible. <laughs> like, hey, look, she's hot. And now you want me to recline down on this bench and do something awkward with my Why body? Your legs spread over the bench while you're doing a bench press. Oh, that is really great. Mm hmm. So sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disturbing. OK, not going to do that. All right. OK, next. Is that all? Uh, that's all we have to done. choose from. Yeah, no, well, that was kind of a lot, and we're almost done on time, aren't we? Well, there are any uh, more? Miami Vice, look, color blocking, 1990s, yuck, no thanks. I, I don't need that. I don't need that. I didn't like that. I don't need it. <laughs> I think, like, the takeaway for normal people, like, for the homemaker. Okay. If, if, I, if she said to me, what if I, okay, I'm going to go to the mall, I'm going to buy a couple things to just update my look for fall. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would do an animal print. Like I said, scarf, blouse, something. I would do something lace because lace is really big for fall. A wider, get a new trouser with a wider leg. Um, something bright in a saturated tone and maybe something pale pink. Yeah. I don't want to do any That's of those what I would things. Do. <laughs> then don't. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> uh, I do want to get a new coat. What about coats? Um, so speaking of investment yeah, pieces, like tell I, tell yeah, tell them about your coat. My you, my brother-in-law Jeremy calls it my matrix coat. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a real charmer. Um, so it like goes well below my knees. It is a full-on winter coat. It's wool. It's an Anne Klein coat that I got. Um, I think I got it at the Bon Marché. No, 
what do they call that now? Macy's, <laughs> not the Bon Marche. Hasn't been the Bon Marche for like 25 years. Um, Is that what it was before it was Macy's by you? Here it was Marshall Fields. Oh, no, it was. Okay. Okay. No, it was Bon Marche. Anyway. Okay. It's an Anne Klein bon trench Marche. coat. It, I think it was like $250, mm-hmm. which was so much money when I bought it. But I'm on like year five of it. Okay. And it's amazing. I've had to sew on a, a button or two, but it's in really great shape. But it's, I mean, it's a thick black wool trench coat. And so it doesn't really work that well for fall or for spring. And so I'm mm. sort of looking for a, a halfway coat, if you will. I like wearing, I've realized, long coats that sort of cover your butt and you can tie them around the waist maybe. There's just something about that silhouette, especially when you're wearing, if you're wearing like a sweater and then you put a coat mm. on that stops at your waist, if there's like a lot of fluff and packing going on around the area that you don't really want that to. Mm-hmm. When you're wearing a sweater and you put on a longer coat and then you tie it or you button it at your waist, all of a sudden, now we're back to the female form. Now we're back to this right. sort of shape. Well, it imitates a dress. Really. It imitates I mean, a dress. It imitates a belted dress. Yeah. yeah. And that's what actually made me think about it. There's this um, Woody Allen movie called Rainy Day in New York that I just watched a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. And there's a scene where she gets caught in this sexual kerfuffle and she ends up having to run out of this guy's apartment and she just grabs a trench coat and throws it over her body and ties it. And she looked fabulous. And I thought, what a just what a classy look. Obviously, she was naked yeah. underneath it, but it, you could have had a, a cocktail dress. You could have had right. trousers and a blouse. You could have had jeans mm-hmm. and a T-shirt and it all would have been fitting. And I just thought it'd be great to have a, a fall and spring you know, sort of, what do they call that color? Camel? Camel. Trench coat. Mm-hmm. Timeless. Again, not going to go out of style. Um. Anyway, is that, yeah. is that good? Is that, that's, that's still good, good, right? We're good? Oh, we, uh, heck yeah. You okay. should get that. For sure. Okay. Good. Well, For sure. fashion process, problem solved then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to find anything. I do need some new clothes for fall. Yeah. That'd be fun. I, um. You know, we guys, we've had Jennifer Scott on here quite a few times. She has a really fun YouTube channel. If you if you genuinely need more help with fashion guidance, <laughs> she does her 10 item wardrobe that she, I mean, she religiously goes through her items every season and really tailors them to things that she loves. Just a few of them, stuff mm-hmm. she brings back year after year. It's not go spend a bunch of money on new stuff. That's, right. That's like a anti her process, but she's very intentional about what she has in her closet, is it seasonally appropriate? Does it fit me well? Does it look good? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, creating this type of this feeling and emotion that I want to go for? She does such a good job of this. And I watched a quick little seasonal change video of hers that she did the other day. And I thought, man, I need to do this. Like, does it have paint on it? Okay. It's appropriate to have some work clothes. This is good. You're a farmer. Mm-hmm. But like when 90% of your clothes have paint or manure stain on them, good time to reassess mm-hmm. i keep my uh work clothes in a drawer those are not in with my like that's outfits. a great idea that's a yeah. great idea mm-hmm. i don't i don't need to see those <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah hmm. it's true all right well okay that's that now then. that i've you know made it you know just told everybody listen you can get out of the sweatpants, Not sorry. ladies. You can do it. You can do <laughs> yeah. it, genuinely. If you're stuck in this rut, you can do it. 
And don't send me like leopard sweatpants either because that's not going to work for your animal print. That's not a twofer. <laughs> all right, ladies. Okay. Well, thank you for joining on us. Making our beds and cleaning out all that crap anyway, it'd be a good idea to clean out our closets. It's a good time of yes. year for it. So dive on in Sounds- and then uh, show us what your, what your Ultra Feminine Friday looks like. I know we're not quite there yet. So take the week, clean out your closet, think about what you're going to wear this season, what's making you feel mm-hmm. good, and join us over on Instagram. We're on there as Homemaker Chic Podcast. And uh, you can tag us there on Friday. Great. Okay. Sounds good. Alrighty. Well, we'll see you guys Friday. No, uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. See you Thursday. See you Thursday. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.